Amen. So we're getting ready to conclude this series, Love Like Jesus. Who's been enjoying this series? But and just like movies, every good thing must come to an end. And, uh, but this is the exciting conclusion to phase one of Love Like Jesus. We're like Marvel. We do it in phases. And so in the meantime, we'll have many series on Disney Plus. And uh, just check it out. Um, but now, uh, th this series has been really a challenge to me, and I hope it's been challenging you. Uh, I hope you've opened up your heart and begin to love like Jesus to those in your community, those on your job, those in your family, those who, uh, that surround you in your sphere of influence and showing that unconditional love that God has for us, showing it to others. And our foundational text for this, this uh, series was Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 2. Let's read it together. Ready? Read, therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and a sacrifice to God. Hopefully you've been doing that. But for the past month, we have really been learning to love like Jesus. For some of us, this has been a revelation that has sparked joy and a sense of hopefulness in our outlook on expressing the love of God. But for others, this has exposed fear and self-doubt on whether they could ever love or be loved again. I'm not crazy. There, there, there's two of us in this room. Some of us heard love and I want to hurry up and go love. Some of us heard love and said I could never be loved. But I hope that it showed you something, that there is someone that loves you in spite of you. Someone that loves you in spite of what you've done, in spite of where you've been, in spite of what you touch. He loves you. Whichever side of the fence you land on, the Father is compelling you to walk in the love he expressed through his only begotten son, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus, the Messiah. Last week, if you missed it, go online and check it out. It was uh, us talking about for the love of others. Last week, we said we need to allow the love of God to flow through us, not just to us. And so that, that was easy because now these are friends. These are people who are like-minded. These are people who serve the same God you serve. These are our family members. This is easy. And we said that when we have that love, we have a responsibility to not let the love rest with us. We are not storehouses of love, but we are distribution centers of love. We are the, uh, what they call them, Amazon fulfillment centers. That's, that's what we are with love. We, we're, we're coming to a community near you. We're going to start dropping love off via drone, you know, and, uh, but, but we're bringing love to all that is around us and all that's in our sphere. But this week, say this week, we will learn, here it is, the first one, take a picture of this, not to shut out the unlike, unlikable people in our lives, but to allow the love of Jesus to flow to all. Do not shut out the unlikable people in, our, in your life, but allow the love of Jesus to flow through all. Write this down or take a picture. To love like Jesus is to seek out the lost and broken to display the Father's heart to them. That's who we are as a church. Our goal is to fulfill that commission where Jesus, before he ascended and he, he breathed over and blessed the disciples, he said, go ye therefore into all the earth. I learned the King James, y'all, I'm sorry, therefore. 
Go ye therefore into all the earth, teaching them and, and, and baptizing them to do all that I've taught you to do. Go into both Judea, Samaria, and the other most parts of the earth. He said, he said do this. Go. Say go. go. And too often the church has not gone, but they, they, they didn't go, but they slow. We slow. We come in church and we sit down and, and we, we get everything we need and then we walk out the door and we don't take nothing we got to anyone else. But we have to be the church that goes. Matthew 25 is probably one of the most um, dynamic scriptures that I really go over very often. I always find myself resting in Matthew 25 when I think about uh, the mission of the church and I, I read it to jolt me to stay on mission. Amen. Matthew 25 verse 31 through 40. It says this. I know y'all not used to reading a lot of scriptures. The pastor come in church. He gives you two scriptures and then he give you some poems and three points and let you go. But we're a church that are a Bible church. Amen. We're going to read scripture this morning. So follow with me. Matthew 25 verse 31 through 40. It says, but when the son of man comes in his glory, oh God, Maranatha, come quickly. Whew, I'm ready to go. All right. Not yet till my kids get grown, Lord. Hold on. Soon and very soon, we're going to see the king, just not today. <laughs> but when he comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit upon the, his glorious throne. Verse 32. And all the nations, ethos, ethos, where we get ethnicities from, will be gathered in his presence. We are a multicultural, multi-ethnic, multi-generational church. Why? Because the scripture talks about it all the time. Well, race isn't important. Well, it's important to God. He talks about it all the time. And so we're here to tear down those walls as a church. Amen. And he says, so all the nations will be gathered in his presence and he will separate the people as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep at his right hand and the goats at his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the creation of the world. Isn't it amazing that he prepared a place for us? I'm just, I just get excited that he's thought about me way before time even began. That he just began to prepare a place for us. He said, come, prepare for, from the creation of the world. Verse 35, for I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. Verse 37. Then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and gave you something to drink or a stranger and show you hospitality or naked and gave you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visited you? And the king will say, I tell you the truth. When you did it to the one, to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. I know that's a lot to digest. I know that's a lot to, to swallow. But God is looking at how we take care of the ones that are unlikable. God is paying attention to do you acknowledge the homeless. God is paying attention. 
Do you understand that the ones incorporated are love, incarcerated are loved by him also? Do you understand that the prostitute need loves too? The drug dealer, the drug user. Come on, the liar, the one who has committed murder. Don't you know they need love too? The ones that did that Instagram post about you. Y'all pray for my wife. <laughs> when we identify as followers of Jesus, the evidence is found in the way we act and treat all persons we encounter. Yes. Right. So our fruit is in our action. Salvation is not tangible. But I can see how much you love him by the way you love others. Amen. He said, you shall know my disciples by what? The love that they show one to another and we need to make sure so write this down or take a picture don't walk in Christian elitism that causes you to reject others love is a mirror to us first <laughs> oh my god I love y'all but we got some stuck up Christians They come to Jesus and forgot who they used to be. It wasn't just yesterday. Maybe five hours ago. Maybe on the ride over the church. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And we forget that that's who we were. And we get saved now all of a sudden. Oh, I don't have fellowship with darkness. Oh, I can't, I can't go there. I, I can't, I can't deal. I just, I just can't. <laughs> it's amazing to watch born again believers when, when people who are not quite there yet, you know, come around, they get fidgety. Why are you in church today smelling like yesterday? <laughs> we, we, we forget that such were some of you. Christian elitism is a real thing. We walk in it, but love is a mirror first. Love is the brazing labor that sits outside the tabernacle where you have to take your hands and wash your hands before you enter into the temple. But it's so shiny that the first thing the priest saw was himself. I couldn't serve the people till I realized that I had dirt on my face. And so we want to give everybody else the bath while we stink ourselves. Can I make it plain? I did say stink in church. Oh, I said stank. I'm sorry. There we go. It's a difference. Pastor, make it make sense. Matthew 7, verses 3 through 5. I'm telling you, it's Bible. And why worry about the speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? 
How can you think of saying to your friend, let me help you get rid of the speck in your eye when you can't see past the log in your own eye? Hypocrite. That is a theater term in, in ancient Greece in, in that time period. It's a theater term. It's hypocrite. It's what, it's what, you know, back in the day they used to wear masks. They didn't have all this elaborate makeup, so they wore masks. And, and so the hypocrites, the hypocrites would change faces. I have a Christian face today, but I'm ignoring what's under it. Hypocrite. First, get rid of the log in your own eye. Then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. Somebody say, Lord, start with me. It has to start with me. It has to start with me. Because in Christian elitism, this is a thought that we are better than everyone, which hinders us from having empathy for broken humanity. This is why the church has become so inward. You can't have true discipleship without evangelism. That's why we have a mission pastor. Where's Rhett? Rhett's somewhere in here. I don't know. He's in the closet. Oh, you threw him in the closet. But Rhett is our missions pastor. We cannot become so inward minded that we don't think outwardly. Because, watch this, the church will get older. If we're not reaching people, the church will die. Just go to uh, a European country. They have beautiful, beautiful edifices. They have beautiful buildings there, but they're all empty. Just look at France. I mean, I'm serious. Beautiful church buildings. No one's there. It's because we get so inward-minded that we don't think about the people externally or the people that are out broken humanity, the people that we pass by, the people that may reject the gospel because they've seen a misrepresentation of the gospel. And we have to be the ark of our generation. Let's bring them in here two by two. Come on, on, two of every kind. (laughs) Two of every kind. We have to have empathy. Until we understand that we are all sinners and in need of a loving God, we won't acknowledge that all are in need of a loving God. All have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. All, all of us, all of us have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. Thank God for grace. All of us. Well, pastor, I'm perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, well, why are you still here? If you're so perfect, you need to be gone. <laughs> no, we're, we're all uh, Christians under construction. <laughs> That's why Ephesians 3.20 means many things to me, but one of the things it says, at work in me. Yes, I'm being worked on. I'm being worked on. <laughs> would you acknowledge that? Who, who would say I'm being worked on? Who would say I ain't there yet? I will still cuss you. Come on. And speak in tongues later. Mm. For those of you who are visiting with us, this is Anchor. We keep it real around here. I ain't there yet. Trying to get there. I will shoot you. And then hoop at your funeral. Oh, God. 
Why did he make me shoot him, God? He was a good man, but he put his mouth on my wife. He should have shut up, oh Lord. Well, pow. I thought about what he did. I ain't there yet. Yeah. Turn the other cheek just mean I'm doing a roundhouse. <laughs> y'all crazy. Y'all laughing because y'all know it's true. If y'all came for a perfect pastor, y'all at the wrong church. I ain't there. That's why I keep good people around me. <laughs> Amen. Write this down or take a picture. Remember. It was the father's love for us at our worst that caused him to send his son to die for us. At our worst. While we were yet sinners, Christ died. At our worst. When Jesus told them about their encounters with him, tells us about his encounters with them in a text, he describes people we would normally overlook. The naked, the starving, the homeless, the people incarcerated the people that are thirsty. These are the people we would normally drive by on our way to a five-star restaurant and feed ourselves. Just yesterday, we had a prison outreach with Forgiven Ministries. And man, when I say it, whew, watching the caregivers here blew my mind, Everett, right? Watching... Watching them weep in the back as they watch a video of what was happening with their children getting their chance for some of them for the very first time to spend time with their father who they had never seen in prison. But teaching them that, hey, just because he was absentee does not mean you walk in unforgiveness. So when this child comes back with joy, don't you tell them, no, you can't have this joy. Because here it is. We have to first understand that such... I may not be in a literal prison, but I may be in a prison of lust. I may be in a prison of bitterness. I may be, look, come on. Some of you may be thirsty, <laughs> thirst trap. I see y'all Instagram posts. <laughs> Tell the truth, Shane, the devil. Write this down and take a picture. As followers of Jesus, we cannot get tunnel vision when spreading the love of God. We cannot get tunnel vision. We cannot uh, be homogenous in our approach to sharing the gospel. Just our in-group, our in-group. All of us have in-groups. Me, I'm a nerd. I attract nerds, okay? Y'all laughing. I am a nerd. I love video games. If you're a nerd, you're my friend. <laughs> Dorks, we don't get along too well. But nerds, we all in. But we, we often flock to our own people group, but sometimes we have to get outside our people group and look for people that are broken, yeah. that are hurting. They're all around us. In this room, there are people that are broken and hurting. Yeah. Have you, I love when Jesus finished speaking to the Samaritan lady at the well, when, when he was talking to the disciples and, and, and I can imagine the disciples are facing me and, and, 
And he's, and I'm, and I, I, I hate playing Jesus, but I'm going to be Jesus in this scenario. Okay. Uh, too often pastors make themselves Jesus, <laughs> but really we the ones who he talking to. <laughs> we're the demoniac. <laughs> and we're, we're like, and when I come around, you know, I'll cast it up. No, you need a devil cast out of you. Uh, all right, pastor. But anyway, but they're talking to Jesus and Jesus is like, they're, they're talking about all this thing. And Jesus is like, you complaining. If you would turn around, you would see the harvest is coming. He's like, look, the harvest is ripe. It is ready. And the har- this whole town is coming to Jesus. And they're coming, but they're so concerned with uh, the appearance of hanging around with somebody that is undesirable wow. that they can't see the harvest. Wow. Y'all, going forward as anchor, we about to be with the dirtiest of dirtiest. We about to get crazy and go after the one. I mean, I'm serious. We're going to be crazy. Why do you think we do our Easter outreach at a brewery? Oh, we got quiet in here. We set it on fire for Christmas. <laughs> I call it. We could come back, John. <laughs> Y'all could come back. That's why we do it at a brewery. Why? Because there are people that will come there that have never come here. Y'all scared. Y'all Christian elitists. I can't be seen at a brewery. No, we want to go where people are. We want to go down the street and make a turn and go back there in our apartments. Where people maybe not only broke in, but broke. And be a help. We want to go in Matamoros, Mexico and go to these churches and be there where people need help. We want to be in Africa. We want to, we want to be in the hoods. We just gave a, a, a gift to a program in uh, Glen Oaks. They, they were doing something in Glen Oaks, and they're creating a, a Walmart and a Starbucks where the kids can come in and work and, and get their schoolwork done. And I, I just called Jared. Hey, look, we're going to give this offering. Why? Because I'm sowing a seed. Why? Because we've got to go where people are. Come on, somebody. Do you hear my heart? You see, the Great Commission tells us to go into all nations. This is, this is just those who are in your people group. That sh- this is not just those who are in your people group and share your same ideology or know Jesus like you. These are people that look like a prostitute caught in the act. These are people that are tax collectors that are robbing robbing the people of their generation. These are people that are demon-possessed hanging around graveyards. These are people begging at a temple uh, every day asking for money. These are thieves on a cross who are truly guilty and ask for forgiveness. And Jesus said, today, you'll be with me in paradise. How is it that Jesus could look out at a prostitute, at a a tax collector, at a demon-possessed man, at, at, at a man? that is on a cross that is convicted of something doing right and still embrace him but yet we call ourselves Christ-like and we can't do the same. We have to begin to love like Jesus which is not going to be popular. They talked about Jesus for going into Zacchaeus' house. What are you doing hanging out with the sinners, Jesus? When was the last time they said that about you? I used to get talked about because I hang out at Starbucks. But now everybody think it's cool. Everybody in there is a little soft. 
Welcome to Anchor. But do they not need to know the love of God too? Are you with me? Write this down. We are the vehicle to carry the love of God to the world. When I say we, I'm talking about the church, the big C. We're the vehicle to carry the love of God to the world. In, a, in loving like Jesus, we cannot, we cannot extend, uh, cannot not extend the love of Jesus to people that are undesirable. We have to go after them. I want to challenge you, church. I saved this one for last because I want this to be an action plan. We're getting ready to come up on a, a holiday where people who normally won't go to church will go to church, which is what? But I want you to invite them, not just so you can take pictures in front of a cool little design outside. I want you to invite them because you love them. Do you hear me? Invite them because you love them. We're going to do something crazy for Easter, which is just preach. I will not be zip lining. I will not be nailed to a cross. We're just going to preach <laughs> the gospel. Romans 8, 5, I mean, Romans 5, 8, it says, but God demonstrates his own love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. Here's a question. Will you be willing to sacrifice to reach people that have been identified as sinners? Will you be willing to sacrifice? said again will you be willing to sacrifice becoming a Facebook post because you're loving on a tax collector I'm just trying to I'm just trying to please God I'm not trying to listen I no longer care what people say about me I just want to please God and it pleases God to see his children come back home We must accept the mission of reaching the lost, starting a love illusion. Let's start a love illusion as a church. Loving the ones that are not accepted, has not accepted the Father's heart. It pleases them. Matthew 18, 12 through 13 says this. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, what will he do? Won't he leave the 99 others on the hill and go out to search for the one that is lost? And if he finds it, I tell you the truth. He will rejoice over it more than the 99 that didn't wander away. Let's go after the lost and love like Jesus. Do you hear me, church? Let's go after the lost. And love like Jesus. I'm gonna say it three times for the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Let's go after the loss and love like Jesus. Y'all, our church. Right now, watch this, watch this. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you have not accepted Him as your Lord and Savior, I want you to lift your hands right here where you are. If you have not, look around. Look around.
online. Go ahead, put it in the chat. Those of you who are doing watch parties and watching online, look who responded. That should not be so. We should be dragging them by their hair into church. We should rip the roof off this thing to get broken humanity in this place so they can know the love of Jesus. Stop just inviting your saved friends. Oh, pastor, this took a turn. Yes, it did. You're hearing my heart. I love passionately. I need your help. Guys, listen. I'm a pastor. I work full-time as a pastor. Most of my interactions are going to be around saved people. That's why I work at Starbucks, so I can be around other people, all right? But but Because I, I have to do my part. But I need your help. You're the ones that are at work at the marketplace. You are the ones that are going out there. I need you to find someone and say, I know a man that loves you just the way you are. Come see see I tell you about a man come see and bring him in so when we cast that net who the kingdom expands it's one thing to take a fish out one fish bowl and put it in another we didn't domesticate anything we just took a domesticated fish and put it in another domesticated environment and we call that kingdom expansion no 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 kingdom expansion is taking a fish out of the wild them in a safe place and this is a safe place this is a place of hope this is where they'll find their anchor and be anchored in the Lord and find hope for every soul do you know some people that need Jesus hashtag be a bringer I've been texting the team all week y'all better bring somebody better bring somebody I know I don't pay you but you fired Come on, stand to your feet. Did you learn something today? I want to read this scripture to you, James 5, 20. It says, let him know that whoever brings back a sinner from his wandering will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. Let him know. Let him know that whoever brings back a sinner from his wandering will save his what? From what? And will cover a what? Do y'all know people that don't know Jesus? Do you hear me? We don't have enough churches. Like people like, why do they need another church? Because we don't have enough. Honestly, last time I checked, it was 2020, so it was a while ago. Before 2020, I'm sorry. It was a while ago. And in the metropolitan Baton Rouge area, only about 15% of the people went to church. And that's including the Catholic church. 15%. But yet we still go and fish in other people's pond. Y'all, let's go find people that don't know Jesus. Can we get Amen. Can I get a better amen? amen? Look at this right here. Give all the love you can. And then try to give a little bit more. <laughs> give all the love you can, then try to give a little bit more. That's all I'm asking. 
try to give a little bit more. I, I want you to wring the towel of your life out of love and let the world see it so we can love like Jesus. Who wants to love like Jesus? Who wants to love? Come on, two hands. If you want to love like Jesus, come on. Who wants to see the sinner come back to Jesus? Come on, who wants to see it? Christian, you getting ready to go back to Sam Houston State? I want you to tell him my pastor is screaming from Baton Rouge. Get saved! <laughs> it's going to be awesome when we see that. And that's revival. Yes, revival is happening at Ashbury, but how many of you know it can happen right here in Baton Rouge? We don't have to drive to Kentucky to get it. It can start here. You know what sparks revival? Repentance. That's what sparks revival. Repentance. Oh, that's a word we don't use anymore. Repent. That simply means to turn. And we need more people to repent. Maybe you're in here today and you need to repent. You're saved. You're not snatched out of God's hand. But maybe you, you, you need to repent because your heart has become hard. And you need to say, God, please, I'm giving you my heart. I give you my soul. I give it to you. Take my heart. Take it, God. I want to be able to love again. I want to be able to love like Jesus. I want to love big. Whoever get a text from me. I want to love big. I want to love big. Come on. Can we get the lights? PJ, you're late again, boy. <laughs> I'm taking your, your allowance back. <laughs> Somebody teach me how to do that on Cash App. But anyway. Come on, lift your hands right here. Father, I pray now in the name of Jesus. God, that the heart that have may been hardened by this world, God, that you would tear down the walls that have been erected around the heart and the fences that have been built by offense, God, and that we will go and give our hearts to the lost. Father, I pray, God, that you would give us a yearning and a craving to see the lost saved. God, I pray now in the name of Jesus, God, that we'll see broken humanity now with eyes to see and ears to hear, but most of all, give us a heart to obey. Father, to go after them. Father, you commanded us to go and baptize them and teach them the, your ways and teach them in the way, oh God. And we'll do that. Father, we say, here we are. Send us. Here we are. Send us. And we declare it will be done. And hope will go to every soul from the north, the south, and the east, and the west, God. And we won't rest until it's done. In the name of Jesus Christ and everyone that loves Jesus, say amen. amen. Now, everyone who loves people, give God the best praise that you have right now. Come on. Thank you for joining us for this message. If you'd like to learn more about Anchor Chapel or support our ministries, you can visit anchorchapel.com or follow us on social media at Anchor Chapel. Have a great week.